Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. From the Gert Boyle studio at OPB, this is Think Out Loud. I'm Dave Miller. This Friday, people are likely to start lining up at the High Desert Museum in Bend for an annual art show that can feel more like a Black Friday sale. Instead of a mad dash to score a new TV, though, folks are going to be jostling to grab original artwork off the walls. The $20 art show, now in its 10th year, will feature more than 4,000 handmade pieces of art submitted by 165 artists. Stuart Bridenstine is an artist and the co-founder of this show, also Bright Place Gallery in Bend. Kate Kenobi is a branding consultant consultant in Bend and one of the artists who submitted work for the show. They both join us now. It's great to have both of you on the show. Hey, thank you. Stuart, first, where did the idea for this show come from? Uh, We used to do a, a kind of an art walk on the last Saturday of every month. And, uh, it was just kind of a whim. We thought, let's let's gather up some artists. We had, uh, for the first show, we had about a dozen artists, and we had 60 pieces of art. And I think we hung it the night before the show. And, uh, you know, a handful of people showed up outside <laughs> before we opened and uh, came in and, and bought a bunch of it. So that was the the origins of it, and it's just grown every year. It was kind of an unexpected uh, an unexpected little gem. A handful of people, you said, for that first iteration. How many people were there last year? Uh, last year, we had about the same as this year. We had, I think, about 140, 150 artists. We have 160-plus this year. Um, how many people like- showed up uh, to look at the art or to buy it? Oh, we sold uh, the museum sold i think uh, about 800 tickets uh the first year i think uh maybe 750 uh last year and uh i think about 900 people will be there this year hmm. what are the rules for artists that you've come up with over the years uh it's pretty basic uh the piece has to be small this is all small art 36 square inches or smaller and uh, it has to be handmade. And then we have some uh, just uh, criteria for how it hangs. You know, we want it finished. So it's got a sawtooth hanger on the back and little pads on the, on the, so that we can quickly hang it on the wall. It's all about efficiency and speed. We need to be able to hang 4,000 pieces in a few days. So. That it does seem like an immense task um, for museum staff. Uh, yes, the museum has been incredibly helpful with everything, gridding out walls and even building some temporary walls for us this year because we uh, had more than we could hang on the museum's walls. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they have been uh, very helpful <laughs> with that. Kate, what went through your mind when you heard about the $20 art show? Um, The first time I heard about it, which was three years ago, it just seemed really fun. Um, It feels like a really low pressure way to allow artists to maybe try, I don't know, new techniques, new styles, new mediums, um, and just kind of get it out there in the world and see what people think about it. Um, I personally was really excited because 
most of the work I do is um, on the computer. And so this is a great opportunity for me to step away from that and create something with my hands. What did you make the first year that you participated? Um, I made these like weird, like wooden cutouts with mirrors and eyeballs and chains all over them. Were they a hit? <laughs> yeah, I sold out. Um, <laughs> I believe the first night. What about this year? This year, um, I'm sticking with wood, but I've kind of made these uh, paintings of traditional tattoo style um, paintings on wood. It's twenty dollars. Uh, that's that is it's in the title, and that's what you have to sell these works for. How do you think about the economics of this in terms of the work you're putting in, the the work you're making, the time it's taking, and the money that you could get at the end? Um, personally, and I think especially in the past few years, um, artists are using it more of a platform to try new stuff, like I said. Um, try new stuff, get involved in the community, People that don't even feel like they're artists are given permission to create art and maybe sell it. Um, so I think for the most part, people, the goal of the artists isn't to necessarily make money. Of course, it's nice to get a little check at the end. Um, but even if you don't, it's like there's value in the creation process. Hmm. Um, this year seems a little different because there are artists that put up to 200 pieces in. And I think that maybe they're hoping to make money off of that, which is great for them. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I think it's just, a, it's kind of a fun club to be in. Hmm. Like, oh, are you doing it this year? What, what are you going to make? And it just, it, it feels really fun to be part of this community. Hmm. Um, Stuart, there's, there's a lot there, but I'm, I'm curious about the people who are um, putting 200 pieces up. I imagine that those are people who figured out a way to work quickly uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of the key in this. I mean, we started doing it just so that artists could, you know, make a little money for Christmas time or whatever. That was kind of part of the the whole thing, you know, is is you can get paid. It's not very much, you know, $20 isn't that much money. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, and for next year, we may limit it uh, to how many pieces you can put in, but we've had a lot of artists put in uh, over 100 pieces uh, over the years. And, uh, you know, the average is about 20, 25 pieces. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you can, uh, if you figure out how to work quickly and you've got a system down and you can, uh, kind of crank out a bunch of work that is somehow compelling, then yeah, you can make some money. Am I right that no one is, is judging the submissions and deciding whether or not they can go up? If, if you get a, a spot, you can have your place on the wall? That's right. Uh, we have never juried the show, and we don't intend to jury the show. Uh, it's kind of a show for the people, you know, mm. people that uh, maybe haven't even uh, done a show or done much art, um, but we still get uh, submissions from people, you know, professional artists. Uh, so it's kind of all across the board. And it's, it's great for people who you know, haven't done art, can be in a, a show with professional artists at a, at a kind of high profile venue. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's just kind of for everybody, 
Um, but jurying it uh, never uh, was never something we wanted to do. <laughs> it, it makes it less democratic, it, it seems like. My understanding is there's also there are no names or titles, um, no little cards saying this is what you're looking at. This is who made it. It's just the art. Why set it up that way? Uh, a lot of it is logistics. We did try one year to put tags on each piece and you would tear a piece of the tag off and bring it back and pick up your piece of art. And we ditched all that after, after the first year we tried it. And, uh, now it's just, if you see the piece hanging on the wall and you like it, uh, you can buy it. The artist's information is on the back. They have to put their name and they can put any other information they want. So uh, $20 is not that much to pay. If you like it, uh, you just grab it off the wall and you can see who did it. Um, How did you arrive at, at that one? of the? That, that's a rule not for the artists, but, but for the visitors that if you grab it off the wall, <laughs> it's yours. You have to buy it. Where did that come from? Uh, we didn't want people... We had heard of another show in Portland where people uh, pull stuff off the wall if they think they want it, and then they kind of decide which they want, and they put it back on the wall. And that seemed like a nightmare to us. So um, I think uh, the – the and it kind of creates a sense of urgency, too. Uh, you know, people – we open the doors, people flood in, they uh, they see pieces they like, and they grab them. And, and I think if there's that sense of urgency – uh, you touch it and it's yours. Uh, people will uh, people will snap up pieces that they they like because somebody else is right behind them. <laughs> hmm. Kate, what is opening night like from your perspective as an artist, and I imagine as as a, as just a, a participant as well? Um, it's very vibrant. It's fun. The energy um, is very magnetic. Um, a lot of the artists are there, um, and it's fun to see them not only see their own pieces up, but also to check out everyone else's. Like you might see a really great artist that you admire kind of taking a peek at your work and then you get a little excited. Hmm. Um, but yeah, in general, it's just, it's just a fun atmosphere, even in the snow. Um, I think it was two years ago that it was just rigid outside and everyone was just in such a great mood. Um, so like I said before, it just feels like a really fun community to be a part of. If you are just tuning in, we're talking right now about the $20 art show at the High Desert Museum in Bend. It's open for a public preview right now. Tickets for the opening night event this Friday are sold out, but attendance is free on Saturday and Sunday. I also want to give a hat tip to Oregon Arts Watch, which had a great article about this show recently. We're talking with Stuart Bridenstine, one of the co-founders of the show, and Kate Kenobi, a branding consultant and artist. Stuart, I understand that the majority of artists for the show come from around the Bend area or Central Oregon. But what's the furthest away that, that an <laughs> artist has come from? Well, that would be this year. We got an artist and I don't know how she heard about us, uh, from Tasmania. So, uh, and that's about as far away as you can get. Um, huh. and she just popped her art in the mail and it arrived and it's going to be on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very small pieces. They're about, uh, three by five, I think, but nicely framed little watercolors, um, beautiful work. Um, 
it's the it is definitely the farthest away we've uh, gotten work from. We do get work from the Bay Area and the Seattle area, handful of artists from Portland, and then a lot of uh, rural areas. We got uh, we got a couple of submissions from uh, Burns, Oregon, which you know obviously there's not a lot of opportunity for people in rural areas to to show art. So. Hmm. That's something we're kind of proud of. In addition to co-founding the show, you also submit art for it. What has that experience been like for you? Uh, yeah, Abby and I both do um, both do a lot of pieces every year, and it's uh, it's great because we get to stretch ourselves. I think we both did roughly a hundred pieces this year, and we have in the last uh, few years, uh, and. That's where a majority of our uh, kind of payment comes from, from doing the show. Um, but it's great. We get to experience, uh, experiment with new things and uh, and try new styles and po- kind of polish our, our techniques. Uh, so, yeah, I think I would do it even if, if we didn't uh, produce the show. Hmm. Why have you kept producing this show, though? It, it seems like a labor of love going on now more than a decade. Uh, yeah, there have been a couple of times where we thought, okay, this is the last year. We're not doing this again. And, uh, you know, but every year it comes back to, we get, uh, people will write us a story, you know, we'll say, I submitted my art last year for the first time. And it's, uh, it meant a lot to them for some reason, you know, uh, they're going through something, medical things, or uh, even addiction, or something like that. You know, um, you know. So people, we get a lot of feedback from people who uh, really get something out of the show. Not just you know professional artists trying new things, but people who uh, either are in a creative block that. Uh, want to get out of it or they're going through something and they want to express something uh, and uh, they don't care if it sells or whatever. They just want to uh, put something out there uh, into the world. And that's kind of what keeps us going. Uh, but the uh, we did this show for three years at one or four years at our first little location, a little upstairs loft and uh, three years at our gallery and then we kind of lost the lease on that gallery, you know, because of the rent here in Bend. Um, and the High Desert Museum approached us to to bring it in there, and that was just huge for us. Uh, it uh, seemed kind of surreal that they would want to bring this weird little show into their uh, into that venue. Um, so yeah, Stuart Bridenstine and Kate Kenobi, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Stuart Bridenstine is one of the co-founders of the $20 Art Show, which is happening this weekend at the High Desert Museum in Bend. He's also one of the co-founders of Bright Place Gallery. Kate Kenobi is an artist and the owner of Midnight Grimm, which is a design and branding agency in Bend.